Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. I always tell people every time on this show, it's time to stop reading other people's success stories and really start writing your own. I always tell people to leave with your gifts, gifts I call your passion, and don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My next guest is really in that, that, that era of what I'm talking about. A lot of people can tell you you're gifted in certain areas, and you can go into that direction. I'm going to talk about some of my experiences as she shares some of her experiences. And my next guest is Michelle Williams. Who is Michelle Williams? She's a Grammy Award-winning recording artist and actress, one of my favorite people who rose to stardom as the member of the R&B R&B mega group, or iconic mega group, Destiny's Child, and most recently appeared as The Butterfly. I saw her on the hit series, Mass Singer. Michelle is passionate about raising awareness and mental health, about sharing the lessons she has learned in her own struggle with depression. She's on the show to discuss her very first book, Checking In, How Getting Real About Depression Saved My Life and Can Save Yours. Michelle Sarah is an intimate, never-before told stories about how, even in the midst of enormous fame and success, she battled depression, leading to her to find a true calling as an advocate for mental health, especially her own. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Tanitra Michelle Williams. <laughs> How you doing? Listen. <laughs> yes, whole name, full name. Tanitra. I, I, Tanitra. You know, I'm going to start out with the name first because uh, my name's Rashawn McDonald. And um, a lot of people over the years have always, uh, I, remember as a, I remember I was like 22 years old and this guy came to me, I was working with him. He said, Rashawn, what is your name? Because people would say, I let people say Russian or Rashawn or Rashawn. They just say it in any kind of way. He said, make a, he said make, make a decision about your name. And when I made that decision about my name, it really defined who I am today because I, I stuck with, I, st- I fought for it and I, st- and I held on to it. And, I, and today it defines me. I would tell people if I was a Ricky or Ronald or, or anything else, I probably wouldn't be the person I am in some ways. I'd be successful, but it gave me an extra bonus. And to hear when I start reading about, and it's in the very early part of the book, your name, it played a big role. I want to talk about that whole process because it plays out today. And when I wanted to make sure that I introduce you with your whole name, not just the middle name, Michelle, Tanitra, a beautiful name. Let's talk about that. Thank you so much. Yes, so my first name is Tanitra. My middle name is Michelle. Mm -hmm. And I remember having to make that decision on um, me not using Tanitra. And um, if you read the book, you know the reason, Rashawn, because you read the book. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to give away the reason. Well, I I don't think that. I'm not asking you to give away a reason. I I think because my reason was, and there's a lot of people sitting out there. That's why the book is relatable to me. Because, you know, we do. You know, we do. mm -hmm. You can continue, Michelle. Yes, sir. So I, you know, making that decision. Well, do I want to go by Tanitra or Michelle? Um, Now, the reason presented, y'all going to have to get the book because I don't want to, if I give it away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Okay. mm -hmm. So... Um, I, but what I will say is, obviously, I didn't, I 
didn't go on to have a problem with the name change. Right. Because I felt like it afforded me, it afforded my family to have a piece of me mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. because the world is getting everything right now. Mm-hmm. They're, you know what I'm saying? I'm away from home. I'm having to sacrifice being mm-hmm. at graduations, baby showers, mm-hmm. fish fries, mm-hmm. everything that I normally would be with my family at. And so when I come home, I felt like they were getting to Nitra, right? But then at the same time, it's like, well, so you saying, so then what was the world getting? We weren't getting you and who you really are. And it's like, yes, you were, but there are so many enter- entertainers who, um, I mean, you got people like, say, The Rock, for mm-hmm. instance. You're mm-hmm. still getting him, mm-hmm. but I don't know if his parents or family members are calling him The Rock. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Well, you know, the interesting um, thing about it is that you're not the first person that deals with like, Definitely Cedric, not the Cedric first the entertainer, person. Cedric Cedric Kyle. But, I, I remember I yeah. talked to him about that. You know, The Rock says, call me Dwayne Johnson. 50 Cent's Curtis Jackson. So there are a lot of issues with names because they can't define you. And it's important that people understand that names start respect and also accountability yeah. and also, in this case, branding. You know, you're branded right now as Michelle Williams, an, a, an incredible singer, a member of the iconic Destiny's Child, a great actress, a motivator, uh, an entrepreneur. But then there is Tanitra. You know. <laughs> yeah. And and I and I feel like that definitely at least the past 10 years for sure, y'all have been getting to Nitra. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the blessing of this conversation because I, I you know, because you we used to sit in my office and when I was in Chicago all the yeah. time and Steve Harvey talk show and we'd have conversations and so and I and, and I you know, I'm not saying I, I noticed anything, but I, I started seeing a, a different level of independence. You was trying to find yourself. Your your when you put your footprint in, is that my footprint or is it somebody else's footprint? But we could talk about those journeys and that's what Ooh. I want to talk about because it led to your book. It led to the revelations that I'm not being me because success is really and that's what I loved about the book, because it talks about success and defining how success can lead to destructive behavior or destructive lifestyles, just emotionally. And sometimes people think destructive physically, it has to be physical. And not, but the middle part of it is, is really the part that can also hurt the most, correct? Absolutely. There are so many people coming into the entertainment industry or even in the world of sports um, physically, obviously you might be doing all right. You're strong in football. You're doing, you know, you got scouts going to the combine, you're, you're running fast or in the world of entertainment, you're looking good, you're singing good, or you act really good, whatever that, whatever that is. But so many of us are coming into these spaces, um, with dysfunction, with wounds, really that stem from childhood. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they start to manifest um, tremendously in your adulthood. Mm-hmm. And when it's gone unchecked, it can lead to some really serious problems. Right. You know, and like you have beautiful parents. First of all, the book is dedicated to your dad. So let's yes. let's let's make sure we get that clear, you know, yes. when she says those statements, you know, uh, you know, brothers and sisters, twin sisters, <clears throat> brother. So you know, uh, all these little facts you get from the book. See, that's how I kind of know it a little bit better now, because <laughs> I read. 
Um, and, this, and this book here, when I when I started looking at myself, is that because this is what I love about the book that we're talking about, talking to Michelle Williams, uh, checking in, how getting real about depression saved my life and can save yours, is that when you live a life out in the open book, that's what it becomes, especially with social media, because you your career was tied to social media. You know, it, it blew up during that era. The internet era blew up during the Destiny's Child era. So you couldn't hide. You couldn't run. Your photos were taken. They were being posted. So everything, so you almost, from an emotional standpoint, you really couldn't live a life of secrecy because you was always being exposed by cameras and paparazzis and TMZ. That led a lot to you trying to define yourself. And let's talk about defining who Michelle is. And 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 when I say that, I want you to talk a little bit, but then I'm going to go back to, you know, you attending Illinois State, because I think that's a part of the conversation we need to talk about, because it, it helps define where we're going to go with the future, because mm. I, I think your future is uh, going back to college. So, but that's, that's another conversation. <laughs> Rashawn, I kid you not, literally, maybe about 10 minutes before I logged on here, mm -hmm. I literally was finishing up my conversation with the university about my fall 2021 enrollment to yeah. get a bachelor's in psychology. Yeah. I, um, I, I was telling my staff, I said, I said, because they always say, Rashawn, you know, you're going to tell people. What's on your mind anyway? You know, you you you. Yeah. And I said, I said, I gotta tell her. She gotta go back to college. I said because that's a part of her life that's important to define herself. Because you're successful, Michelle. You know. Now I just want you to live your life. Now Woo! you don't have to prove anything to anybody. You're beautiful. You're gifted. You care. You have a mm -hmm. legacy. Now, what is your legacy? But you're, you're, I'm talking about your legacy. You're like, you know, one of the reasons. Uh, you know. Uh, when I talk about my my life with Steve Harvey, and, and I was telling my team was that I remember when, um, you know, a lot of people don't know I was a stand-up comedian. And so that's how Steve Harvey and I met. We were doing stand-up. He was my opening act, and as he became successful, and uh, and I was still being a stand-up. And people just always tell me, Rashawn, you're just as funny as Steve Harvey. I go, that, I don't want to do stand-up. Oh, no, Why? Hey, 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 I don't want to do stand-up, okay? Just because that's a decision I ma I'm making. So, and so, and I'm that very happy I decided not to do stand-up because I'm doing what I want to do. I love producing. Mm. I love managing. I love being creative. And then God has given me these gifts. And so God gives us a lot of blessing. That doesn't mean that you have to act on the blessing. And so God is giving this tremendous gift to sing, to entertain, but that's one of the blessings. And so that's what my conversation today, when I said my, my, to my team, I was like, I tell Michelle, she got to go back to college. She got to go. She got to live out that blessing that God put her down that path and another gift took her off it. But she got to go back to the original blessing when she wanted to be going with criminal justice, you know, Illinois State. She has to go back for that. And to hear you say that, this perfect phone call. Perfect phone. It, it's amazing. And like you said, living a life of, you know, being able to do what you want to do. Music has afforded me this chance to, you know, a legacy of a person where I feel that I've been resilient. I've displayed courage. And um, I want to make sure that I am excellent in every path that I take. Right. You know, you're ex being excellent in music, excellent in Broadway and theater. You know, now it's time to take that because I I get confirmation daily 
of this next path. Mm -hmm. And that is to help others. Mm -hmm. Now I can continue to help others just through my testimony, Mm -hmm. but a part of me is like, well, what if I want to take it a next step and counsel people legally, right? (laughs) you know, because, you know, you have to have at least some type of certification Mm -hmm. um, to go into counseling. I really want to help people in entertainment and sports because I don't feel like we have to live these lives with so much dis- with, with with dysfunction or not identifying hurts that trigger certain behaviors and responses. Because just because I was hurt in my childhood does not mean does not give me the right to go hurting people as an adult. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like identify what's got you angry, upset or sad or depressed or riddled with anxiety. Let's deal with that. Let's get the proper treatment, whether it's medication or whether it's just because some people may not need medication. Sometimes the root just um, uprooting something just by talking about something and identifying it. And then I really feel like we can go on to be more whole um, and and have great quality relationships because if every relationship around you is crumbling, whether it be in your career or personal relationships, it's okay to sit down and process that with somebody. And for someone to say, okay, let's get down to the root of it. Now you don't have to make a lot of apologies to some people you hurt, but let's get to the root of it. Wow. This is not the girl who was in my Chicago office. I love this. The girl in your Chicago office, I was scared. It was like, I wanted to do everything. Rashawn, I even asked you, I said, can you help me? Mm -hmm. And, And it's like, my mother says, I love when my mother would always say, keep living, baby, keep living. Mm hmm. You will eventually find that passion in your calling. Because Rashawn, you could have, you told me to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You saw I could be doing a lot of things. But what is now my passion and what I believe is just another addition to my purpose? And well, that's the conversation we're having right now. Absolutely. I remember I always tell people that more and more, I, this show has helped me a lot because, first of all, it's allowed me how, to see how I've impacted a lot of people. And yes, didn't know sir. It, and didn't know that. I just got to get one of those cakes. We got to do some, <laughs> some don't, fried don't, pies. Absolutely. I, you know I do anything show. for you. I got to do anything for you. And <laughs> I always tell people about gifts. And I talk about gifts. And I always say this day about talking to my daughter this weekend because I was talking about and empowering her to be more than just an individual tied to one vision. She said, what do you mean? I said, well, in October 9th, 1991, October 9th, that's a day I— I was talking to God. I was saying, mm. I said, if you allow me to just explore all of my talents, I will give 100% to everything. I will not cheat you. I will. So other people always say, why are you multitask? You're such good. Because I, I made a commitment. I made a commitment. To, he He told me I can do all these things. I have to I have to do what I say. And so, so when I look at you, you're one of those people with a lot of talents. And so now when I, and what's been fortunate for me, I've been able to complete some of those things. You know, I got my college degree, you know, everything I've, you know, I went to IB. I wanted to do that. I wanted to be a successful comedian. I wanted to be on television. So I'm willing to walk away from certain things. Mm -hmm. And so when I read the book, this is what's happening to you. That I, the, the, I won't use the word courage, but the willingness to look in the mirror and say, you know, so I'm good with that. I'm good. I can walk away and be Michelle. And what I'm hearing you talk right now, 
It didn't matter that you, I didn't want to hear you sing. I wanted to, you were motivating me. You were encouraging me. You were empowering me because I heard an honest tone of like uplift from you and you didn't sing a note. And that's why it was so beautiful. And that's why I was like, this is going to be a great interview because for the first time, she and I can just talk and talk about my flaws, talk about her flaws, talk about how her book is making me a better person and making me understand that I too walk that journey and how I handle it. And maybe I can help her with some advice on how she can handle it too. But my number one thing is be yourself. Mm, that's so good. This See, every time you and I talk, you, you just give me, even if it's just something practical, I appreciate you for that. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you. I've always appreciated you. Wow. And this book, um, when I when I when I look at this book, and I because I interview a lot, I probably read I've interviewed probably over six hundred people on money making conversations. Read at least one hundred and fifty books, and each book tells mm-hmm. a different story. But when I get a book like your book that talks about decisions, I talk about living your gifts, about making the decisions for you, and that's what this book is about right now, Michelle. And so, as we as we Going to this interview, why was it so important to really write this book? Woo! Um, well, you have probably encouraged people to tell their own stories and not to let anybody else tell the story yes. for them. Mm-hmm. And that's just where I was um, when I go back to the year 2018, and when I was at when I was hospitalized in 2018. You know, I could imagine the thoughts that were running in people's heads. Not that it's really anybody's business, but by the time I felt like the way in which I had to release a statement about my hospitalization because TMZ found out Mm -hmm. and I did not want some narrative out there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was able to craft a statement while I'm in the hospital seeking treatment for depression and anxiety, um, I had to release a statement and tell people, yes, I, in fact, have been in the hospital. I'm actually, you know, taking the advice that I myself give to others, which is to seek help. And um, and then fast forward to the year 2019, when the book process started, it was healing for me and, and it was restored for me. And I don't know if it's a part of me that wants to have a little bit of control, right. but it was to kind of take the power back in the shame that were in those two words, checking in, because I felt like a hypocrite. I was embarrassed, especially when I people kind of found out I didn't that. Now that's the good thing about being Tanitra is, you know, I, I called myself being able to check into the hospital under that name, right. but someone still found out. Um, but it was to take the power back um, and to tell my own story, but to give another person maybe a name to maybe what it is they're feeling because I didn't get a proper diagnosis until I was in my thirties. Right. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine a young person right now that's reading that book that can say, Oh my gosh, maybe this is what it is, but I still advise you to go get an assessment. Don't just read my book and say, Oh, I'm depressed. It's the same thing as going on Google. Google going to tell you, you finna die. Right. <laughs> you know, when you try to, when you Google a symptom or something. So please, by all means, it's just to give a, be a supplement and um, a guide to maybe what someone else is going through and how they can overcome. I am um, 
I'm I'm just staring at you and with a smile. I'm I'm actually talking <laughs> to a beautiful person who is defining their future. This is amazingly this is amazing encouragement for me, for anybody who's listening. Yeah. And because what happens is, you know, change is a is a big fear for a lot of people because it walks into unknown. Yeah. And you're walking into unknown. Yeah. And so because known is you're a singer, known is you're an actress, known is you're famous. But the unknown is, does anybody want to hear this? But I'm gonna just tell you something right now, Tanitra. I want to hear it because you are articulating it in such a tone of motivation, mm. of honesty, of uh, um, you're capturing my imagination. You're wanting me, you know, if we was at a church, this, this, this is the call to the altar moment. You know what I'm listen, saying? Listen, listen. <laughs> you know what? You said something about defining I'm defining my future. Mm-hmm. And um, a friend of mine, we've been dissecting that word future. Literally mm-hmm. the past few weeks, mm-hmm. we've been dissecting that word future. Mm-hmm. And future means um, the time or period of time following speaking or writing. Mm. We define our futures yes. by what we speak yes. or what we write. Yes. And... I was like, wait a minute, because we know the future to be as something to come. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I can define my future by what I'm speaking and yes. by what I'm writing. The past, if you look up the word past, it's the same thing. The past is something that was spoken or written. Now, how can I maybe reap better from my past? Start speaking better. Start writing better. Start sowing better seeds. And your your future will be a little brighter. My thoughts, and I see it happening in my life. Wow. Tanitra Michelle Williams. She's on my show. She's on my show. She's talking about her new book, her first book, in fact. Checking in, how getting real about depression saved my life, meaning her life. And can save yours. Uh, 2018, that was a moment where she had to take control of her life. And this is what this interview is about, taking control of your life. And so so many people... You know what? I love that perspective. Taking control of my life because going on three years now, that's what I've had to do. I didn't have anybody to hold my hand. It was a decision that I made. Mm -hmm. And Rashawn, do you think it's a decision people make as we get older? Because I'm 41. Well, I, I would tell you that I, I found out who Rashawn McDonald was in his 40s, in my 40s. You know, when I really, okay. you know, because I was just going through the process, making money. A lot of great decisions were being made in my career for me or by me. or and mm. but, but people would tell me I was successful, but I didn't understand success. I didn't understand my gifts. And so my whole thing now is that for the for the, you're living your decision. So in my 40s, I started living my life as Rashawn McDonald. I stopped using words like lucky, right place at the right time, because your book okay. talks about that. In the beginning, if you look at it, your book talk about somebody made a phone call and you just happened to get this. Yeah. The word luck comes into play there. And it's really not. Your gifts came into play there. But you were not clearly understanding your gifts. They were just, it just, it just pushed you in a certain direction and opportunity was tied to that, to that moment. And so now in my, in my forties, I realized that I'm not lucky. 
I'm gifted. God has given me all these gifts. Now I have to apply them properly. And one of the persons who achieved that foundation of me, that resolution of understanding what it was, was Steve Harvey. And so, because all those gifts were poured into his career and allowed him to become the person that we both benefited from that level of success. So when you say, it's, it's a, it, some people get it in 18, some people get it when they're 16, they have a clear understanding of the direction. All you getting right now, Michelle, is an honest assessment of yourself and what you want to do. That's what you're doing right now. That's why it's important that we talk. I can't wait to see you because I, I owe you a big hug. I owe you a, a sit down, a walk in the park. Just, just something yes, normal. Just a normal Rashawn McDonald talking to a normal Michelle, Tanitra Michelle Williams. That's what I owe Where you. Where are you based? Atlanta. Okay, well, come on now. I owe you a meal. We will connect this week. Seriously. I, I literally, I just became an official Georgia resident. I got my license. Well, too. you real then. We, we will connect because I, I, got a, I bought a building here. I, 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 I Believe me, we, we're going to talk because. Okay, but, but I, before, love that. I would love that. Because before we run out of time, I want to talk about the book tour that you got coming up here. You know, topics ranging for all these celebrities or your book tour starting May 26, 27, 28. You know, uh, Taraji P. Henson, Lecrae, that's my boy. Tina Lawson, yes. that's my girl. Latonya Lucky. Let's talk about this, uh, this book tour, this virtual tour that you're hosting, correct? Yes, it's a uh, it's conversations with Michelle Williams um, as it relates to my book, Checking In. And some of the topics are identity, um, anxiety, depression, singleness. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got some great names. We've got Devon Franklin, Chandler Moore, Tabitha Brown. She's going to we're going to be talking about Well, the topic was supposed to be community. But she and I just talked about so much her health and um, like Taraji, like you said, Lecrae, Latoya Luckett, Tina Lawson, Chloe Bailey, Dr. Caroline Leaf, who is a neuroscientist and can break stuff down. She is phenomenal. Dr. Anita Phillips as well. Um, some so a great mixture of um, you know, celebrities, you know, giving some practical advice. And then we've got two, we've got Dr. Anita Phillips, that's a psychologist, and I named Dr. Caroline Leaf as a neuroscientist. Um, who can also kind of scientifically um, kind of break down what the mind and brain goes through. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm just, I am smiling. I am at you because I am talking to, I'm, I'm talking to you now. I'm, I'm talking to Denitra. I'm talking to a person, you know, in other words, nobody's written a, a, a song for you now. Nobody's told you a beat. Nobody's told you a choreographed a movement in this conversation. And I want th- these interviews, I want you to be you. I want you to be Tanitra. I want you to be that 18-year-old who wanted to go to Illinois State, who <laughs> wanted to major in criminal justice, but you had this big old gift, this ability to sing. And you was you and you were and you were uh, how did I say? Mm. Not sure how to go because you're a church girl. You had that secular yeah. over there, that secular yeah, sound right. over there. You know, battling that. So you always had that battle. And so when mm-hmm. I, so what God has done for you now, this is what He's done for you. He's set you on another path to be you. And these interviews, Claude Bailey, you know, Taraji P. Henson, Lecrae, these ain't names you just throw out there. People don't. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, these people, these people, they, they spend time with you. They love you. They believe yeah. in you. And you know, Taraji, she just. Finished a healing show 
for face, Facebook Watch. We was talking about yes. people coming in. She just finished the healing show. Lecrae just came off that book, Healing, Finding God, Understanding Religion His Way, you know. And it's so I just look at all this, and, I, and, and Devon Franklin, we all know about him, and Tamar Brack just interviewed her. It, yes, it, Tamar. It, mm-hmm. You know, so when I look at you and, and this tour, I just see a next step for you. And what I want to say to you, Michelle, be you. Be you, girl. Be the person I'm talking to right now. Mm-hmm. Be honest uh, and lead us and lead these people. Don't be don't don't be caught up and they might be lead them like I've been leading people for years, sitting there telling the truth. You are a leader, young lady. You yes, are sir. talking the truth. Share your story, and when you share your story, people will listen. And when they listen, they want to hear how they can be led, and mm. they be led in a positive manner. You are you are so close to what you want to be in life now. Don't stop. You're on the edge. You're looking. You're looking across the the mountaintop. Go over it. Climb over. it. That's all I'm saying right now. Come that's, on, come on. That's all I'm saying. Now, when I go over, do I? I'm, I'm going to need a parachute. Don't though. worry about it. Don't worry. It's going to be so many people waiting on you with their arms open, talking about, thank you, talking about, uh, uh, I need you, talking about uh, who else you can help. It's going to be so many people waiting for this to need your Michelle Williams, this version that you of life. This is your next version of life. This is your conversion. This is, I've lived many lives in my, in my and I've been, for, I'm living another path when I left Steve. I'm really living the life that I was, wanted to live when I was 18 to 24. That's what I'm living right now. And so I'm just telling you right now, that 18-year-old kid, you, you're living that life right now. And so what happens, I always tell people, Ooh. between 18 and 24, that's really when you wanted to be, when you was ambitious, when you had dreams and that were different from other people. Now you're living a life right now that will make that 18 to 24 years work for you. Just lead it with honesty. That's so mission. good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Lead it yeah. with honesty, lead it with uh, the ability to understand that you are great. I just wanted to take the time just to talk to you. You are in Atlanta. We will connect. I'm going to bring you by my office. We're going to eat dinner because I got a built-in. We're going to dessert you asking for all that. We're going to take photos. But more important, I got a garden in the back. I got okra back there, tomatoes back there, um, collard greens back there, listen, all that. I need about I need about seven to ten pounds <laughs> extra worry. on me. Don't so worry about it. Don't worry about it. You're going to help me. When you leave, I'm going to leave. You're going to leave with a cake. Michelle, first of all, I want to wrap up this interview and just say, I am so blessed to talk to you now. This I'm version. I'm blessed to talk I, to you, too. I, I, you know something? Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. you always been my, one of my favorite people. But you, just, too. Yes, you know, sir. But to hear you talking the way you're talking now as Tanitra, girl, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The blessings are going to be just over. So go to that mountaintop. When you look over, I swear to you. It's going to be so many people going to make you cry. And you're going to slide down that hill because you're going to have to, they're going to have to part the ways. They're going to go, what What took you so long? Well, it took me 41 years, but I'm here, y'all. I'm here, y'all. Come on, sir. Come on. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle, coming on. Uh, uh, Tanitra and Michelle Williams for coming on Money Making Conversation. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Rashawn McDonald, for having <laughs> me on your show, Money Making Conversation. Oh, if you want to hear any, any of my interviews, I'll see you in my interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. <laughs> <laughs>